Blog Talk Radio. Now it's time to bring in the master. Grab your cigar and rum and tune in for the Kayak Fishing Raw Podcast. Hosted by Bigfoot Jays and Wahoo Joe. Straight out of Hawthorne. Welcome, everyone, to the Kayak Fishing Raw Podcast, sponsored by Costa Sunglasses. See what's out there. Freddie, we're back, my friend. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, how are you going? How was your Christmas? It was cold, dude. Michigan, Detroit. It's getting cold in the D. So talk to me about that. Freezing cold, dude. Negative three degrees a day left. I gave up my seat on Christmas Day. I was supposed to come back. Right. On Christmas Day. Right. Gave up my seat for a family in need. Trying to get to where they were going. Okay. Spirit Airlines. Did you really? Is this a joke? No, I promise I did. Okay. So I was, I was supposed to come back on Christmas Day. Gave up my seat. Spirit Airlines promised me two round trip flights and another flight out the next day. Two days later. You're, you're from, losing me, but. Two on. days later, I got home. No, I basically, they greased me pretty good. Okay. But I got the flights, so All right. that's pretty cool. Did you get but anything I, cool for Christmas? Uh, I got a soda stream. What? A soda stream. Okay. You should know about that. So you make like soda out of water. Yes. You were explaining to me earlier. So good. Okay. <laughs> because I now, go to, well, I go to Publix and I'll buy the one, the two liter bottle of seltzer water. Right. It's a dollar. So I was buying one every single day. Well, I'd buy four at a time, but I would go through one every day. Keeps me from snacking the carbonated water. I was just going to say, like, doesn't that fill you up? Yeah, it's good. It's just water, but it's carbonated. Okay. So the soda stream like basically turns that regular old tap water into carbonated water. Huh. And then you can add like little flavor and stuff, but it's mm. now the flavor. You got to be careful because of the sugar. Yes. But I don't use the flavor. I use a tad bit of lemon juice. And then guess what? What? For Well, two things. I saw star Wars. How bad was that? We're going to go into that in detail <laughs> after we talk to Sarah salt. Now she is a Instagram sensation. She yep. is. I think she's got like 40k followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I found her on Instagram, and her photos are legit. Like you go on there, uh, it's not like you know that typical uh, girl in bikini holding a guy's fish. Like the, this girl rocks. Like, yeah, she catches fish. I yeah, mean, she'll post videos. She's always um, on Instagram stories live like she, right she's always catching fish yeah, yeah I, I mean she's she, on, on the hobie team correct yeah so she's sponsored by hobie um she is from panama and uh i'll tell you what man like she's rocketed uh she catches marlin she catches yellowfin tuna pretty much everything i mean she's got red snapper that are like freaking gigantic i mean i don't yeah. know yeah so she's coming up um yeah what else the raiders did their uh, now my oakland raiders well i wouldn't call them yours they're the Raiders. I own, the, z- I own 0.0.01.0 stock, mm-hmm. which makes me a shareholder. Okay. I have a little piece of paper that says that, by the way. So you got you uh, you went and called up Gruden. You were like, hey, Gruden, we need you, bro. Listen. You made that call, though, correct? As an owner. When this happens, okay, so just, mm-hmm. just to fill you guys in a little bit, um, the Raiders fired their coach. Very disappointing season. Mm. Year before, we went 12-4. and four. Mm. We are going to hire John Frickin' Gruden. Chucky. Chucky, baby. You're getting Chucky back. Chucky is back. Chucky's back. In the bay. Sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. That, that is... Per- I can't... 
Why can't I snap my finger? What was the old coach's name? Jack Del Rio. Shut up. Yeah. Dude, there's an old Ghetto Boys song, and it was it was like a it's called Child's Play. Right. Right, and it was about Chucky. But do you remember the movie? He said, and, and like the, on the movie cover, I think it says, "Sorry, Jack, Chucky's back." Oh, I mean, so that's like perfect. For this, this is this is going to be epic. I mean, this will be epic. I am so excited. Um, it's going to be awesome, man. You know, I mean, just what is that? It's just Strongbow. Look at that. So mm. that's your that's like a fake beer, right? Oh, ooh, that was loud. Is that like a fake beer? Uh, no, it's like a it's a hard non alcohol. It's, it's it's alcohol. Really? Yeah. Okay. Apple cider. It's fairly moderate. That was my, that's when you're when you don't like beer, right? That's your introduction. Okay, that's fair. It's basically carbonated apple juice with alcohol in it. I think. Huh. You know, Fred. Another big thing that we're gonna go over, and um, there's kind of that elephant in the room with this is the battle in the Bahamas. Now I know how much you love that tournament. I personally love that tournament and the people there, um, but we are canceling that event at least for this year and um i can't say i'm happy yeah i i've been getting a lot of emails a lot of questions a lot of people have been asking me you know joe what happened um you know so we're going to go over that in detail after we talk to sarah and uh, she should be calling in the next few minutes but um yeah we'll go over that and you know the good thing and the good stuff that are going to come out of that though is the sailfish series has been born And that is a tournament that's consistently been growing for years. And um, sponsors love it. Anglers love it. Catch and release, billfish, Papado Beach, cold weather. I Mm. mean, that new sandbar out there is going to wreck some people this year. Love it. Irma got a hold of the the beach. It changed, huh? It has changed, buddy. Where we launch? All the way to, like, commercial, I think. Okay. Yeah. So there's, like, this little sandbar where at low tide, man, it'll get, like, Two, it's like two feet deep, way out past the swim buoy. Really? Yeah, it's pretty weird. Huh. It's freaky. Well, I'll so, tell you what. I'm I'm excited though, man. Yeah. To, to have a sailfish series finally. You know how many anglers have been wanting this? A lot. A lot of anglers want this. A lot of sponsors wanted it. Railblazer, one of our main sponsors. Um, Turbo USA. You know, we we had Skype meetings with them about building this event and getting it to where it needs to be. And I feel like um, even though the Bahamas, you know, what happened happened. It, it birthed the Sailfish series. And, and that'll be good, you know? So Yeah, a lot of people like to come. And, and it's, you know, I never, I never really put it all together how much money it costs to go to the Bahamas sure. as, as an angler because I live here. So for me, it's a ferry ride. For someone else who lives in, for instance, like Kansas, if you want to do it, it's, not, it's like a week off of work or more. Right. It's right. trying to get your kayak all the way to Florida. That's just ha- like the Bahamas trip is half the battle. They have to make a Florida trip first. Sure, sure. So it it it'll be good. I mean, I I love that term. I love the Bahamas tournament. I like going there. It always costs an arm and a leg, and I can't imagine what it costs if, if I'm from Minnesota or you know sure. some some place. You know, if I'm from the West Coast or like when Brett and Julian came, they came from Africa. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Come on, man. That's it's it's only half the trip. The the tournament part is only half the trip if you're, right. if you're not local here. So right. It'll be good. I think more, a lot more participation probably for the Selfish Series than yeah. the Bahamas tournament. So, yeah. And, you know, it's easier on you guys, I'm sure. So Exactly. I mean, what a lot of people don't get, or maybe they do get, I, I really don't know, but that tournament is, that, that tournament aged me probably 10 years. So you're like Obama after his. Second. Yeah. I mean, when you look at Obama, like when he got like 
put in the, as president. You know, he, he good looking guy. You know, go lucky, happy. You know, he's walking. He's doing like that Michael Jackson walk, and then he's coming out like after the two terms. The guy looks like <laughs> the guy looks like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Like, wait, is Richard? Is he what? Uh, Richard right? Pryor. Richard Pryor. Oh boy. Like the uh, Richard Pryor, like post post post, post Saturday Night Live, like mm. you know when he was ready to go. Is he still alive? No. Okay. God. I, I struggle with you sometimes. I struggle. I, with you. I don't know. And in, in, in Obama's head, he had stopped smoking. Like, it, no, I don't think he did. He really? Stop I think smoking? he quit smoking and got worse. The presidency is worse for you than smoking. Um, That's what we learned from Obama. <laughs> that yeah. He got old yeah. Quick. Well, you know, I don't know if you ever noticed, but like when a president gets uh, sworn in, they have that meeting of the world or something where they go into this room. Mm. And they they learn all the secrets. They learn what's really going they on. They learn where the bodies are. How buried. shit's gonna really hit the fan. And it, it's so funny oh, because whenever the they get out of that room, you mm. can YouTube it. When they come out, they're like white as a ghost, and they're yeah. like, "What? What did the I see? Fuck! Did I get myself into? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, those those aliens? What the? Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? Are you kidding me? Aliens underground for a thousand years? So we're talking about Bahamas. Yeah. So um, it it aged you. Yeah, no, it just, it's just – there's so much that goes into it, and there's so much that goes into an event like that. And, uh, you know, for me personally, the, the hardest thing was control, and I didn't have the control that I needed to have to put the best product on the field, so to say. Right, right, right. So it's almost like John Gruden's first stint as a Raider coach mm. – he had Al Davis looming over him, telling him who to hire, telling him what to do. And John, even though he was still winning, he couldn't, he couldn't be the coach he was in Tampa whoop, by winning that Super Bowl. But once, once Al Davis was gone and he left Oakland, went to Tampa, he went, went to the Super Bowl. So yeah. he got to be, you know, he got, he got full he, control. He needed control. I need control. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and, the, and we still had a great event. Don't get me wrong. It was awesome. I mean, we great. did what we could with what we had. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it got to a point where it just, it just didn't make sense for Maria and I to put in all this work, all this time, um, you know, and, and, you know, just have it slowly die. And, you know, what's the point? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get more we'll, into that. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, I think you, did I cause um, you a bunch of editing problems? Be honest. Nah, nah, got this. We better take Freddie's like, listen, show. okay, we're gonna start with this topic, and then we're gonna go to that topic, and then we're gonna go to that one, so that I can edit it this way and that way, and then yeah, it'll be good like that. And then at the end of the, every episode, Fred's like, God damn it, Joe, how am I gonna edit this? Stuff? <laughs> you just went to every topic and every part of the show. <laughs> Where is uh, you just, Sarah? You just did gonna, like I'm, half of the current events in the beginning. Right, I did. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot Tara yeah. or Sarah. Let's call her call. Tara. I would never call you Sarah. I mean, oh, Tara, there she is. There Tara. we go. Okay. I never call you Tara, Sarah. <laughs> We're the worst. Hey, and I'm just joining in, and you don't even get my name right. Come on, guys. <laughs> he's, a, he's the world's worst. Host. Sarah, how's it going? What's up, gentlemen? How are y'all doing, guys? We're doing it. We are living the dream. How about you? Obviously, that's exactly what I'm doing, too. It's been an amazing ride so far. The year's already starting with the, with the bang. I can't wait to get started and do all the things that I've got planned. 
Oh, yeah. It's going to be an awesome year. It is freezing right now in South Florida. Fred is loving it. Fred, say hello. Hey, what's up, Sarah? Hey, Fred. How are you doing today? At least you got my name right, right? No, I know. I I knew who you were, Joe. Sarah, we were talking about Star Wars and Bahamas and Sailfish, and I just got, you know, all weirded out, and I just was fumbling everything. I think what he meant But we still love you. Uh, He's he's just weird. Yeah, star, I hope starfish so. is I, you know starfish. what I'm <laughs> starfish, Sarah. We love I'm starfish. I'm notorious for getting things wrong. Now you're in the Panhandle, uh, correct? That's correct. Yes, I live up in um, the Dustin area, or Santa Rosa Beach, if y'all are familiar with that. Kind of. Awesome. I mean, not super familiar. I'm from Alabama, but I never got down there to the Panhandle too much. Well, the Panhandle is awesome. Fish. Are you for Auburn Eisenhower? or Alabama? Um, so funny story. I'm actually an LSU fan. I was born in Louisiana, raised in Alabama. Oh God. Yeah. It's kind of like being uh, gay in the military. You, <laughs> you don't ask, you don't tell. And then when they find out, they want to kick you out. But That's I root for true. them both. That's very I, I root for, I root I for root all for the Auburn. Athletes. So I ask. Oh, War Eagle. Yeah. What is yes, this Eagle thing? Yeah, War Eagle. That's a, uh, hey war, bro. The, if you don't know the, the he doesn't know college our, football. It's our war cry. You know, everyone's oh. like, oh, my God, you guys are confused. You don't know, you know, what team, your, what mascot your team is or whatever. But we're the, the Auburn Tigers, but we, mm-hmm. um, our war cry is the war, you know, it's War Eagle. And they have the seagull that comes down and flies in the beginning of the, the games. It's amazing. If you've never seen it, it's definitely something that you it's should check cool. out. It's pretty know cool. You know why they adopted the eagle, right? Yes, it no, was, uh, I can't remember the story word for word, but it was um, something about in uh, during the wartime or something like that. An eagle came. No, it's because the something. it's because LSU LSU already has the real tigers. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> so they needed something else. Oh, all right. Know. It was a pleasure talking with you guys. Sarah, <laughs> you have a you have a great day, and we love you. Uh, <laughs> talk to you later. No, we're just kidding. Hey, Sarah, so why don't you give uh, the viewers a little bit of background on you and how long you've been fishing and with your whole Instagram thing and basically everything you've been doing. Like, how, how did it start? My goodness. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm from Panama, the country, um, down in Central America. And um, okay. I basically, I was born there. The first time I came to the States, I was five. Um, I'm actually 100% Panamanian. My parents are both from there. But my mother remarried an American, and um, we started traveling back and forth from Panama to the States every two to three years. So even though I'm I'm actually from there, I'm not really considered very Latin, which is sad to me. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely more American, and uh, I was educated in American schools, even down there. So um, I do speak Spanish, and, you know, I, but, but English is my, my primary language. And anyway, yeah. so... Growing up down there, uh, and, and everywhere I've always lived has been pretty much near a big body of water. And so I, I've always been just enamored with going around uh, to the beaches and the rivers and just any any type of body of water. And I've fished pretty much everything. So I'm, I'm not much of a freshwater girl. I fish most nice. of salt water. But I'm, Welcome to our I have, uh, <laughs> I have fished some... Um, you know, for bass and stuff like that, a little bit. It's challenging, but it's more of a finesse. I kind of like that really extreme and, and, you know, you don't know what you're going to get at the end of, the, of your line. And it's just exciting. I think it's really fabulous to fish uh, saltwater. But anyway, I grew up down there. 
I've been fishing since I was a little girl, and it's just something that's definitely in my in my skin. It's actually this is a really cute story. Let me just tell y'all about this. So my uncle sure. was a professional tuna fisherman, and um, he lost his leg on a tuna boat. I think it was in Costa Rica. So <laughs> it's a pirate. Something he's a our, pirate. Yeah. He's a real pirate. Yeah, oh, he's exactly. a reader. <laughs> Arr. Sorry, Sarah. Go on. Yeah, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> no, no, no. But... Y'all are cracking me up. I wish I, I would have seen not. the Star Wars thing, and we could have talked about that. Um, oh, God, I, I you don't tried. want to see I it. I did not do my homework. No, you're better. Really? Yeah, you, you trust me. Yeah, you, you don't want to see that. It, I didn't see it either. I, I can talk about it, though, because they're all dumb. Sarah, it was, <laughs> it was so disappointing for me because I am truly, like, at heart, a Star Wars, like, fanatic. And can I interrupt? Because yeah. she was telling a pirate story, and now we're talking oh, about Oh, I don't Star even know how we got here. Oh, yeah, yeah. pirate story. Your can uncle. you tell us about your uncle who lost Sorry. That, that was not your fault. Yeah, I jump around. Joe will do that. Whatever. You know, it's yeah, like I squirrel. I, I, I do it too. You know, I interrupt myself and then I don't even know what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> That's Joe's fault. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. but basically that was it. You know, he just, um, he was fishing on a tuna boat and um, somehow the line got caught around um, his, his leg or something like No, it was around his waist, I think my mother told mm-hmm. me and then. He was about. He was pulled overboard, and then he somehow wiggled out of it, but he couldn't get his foot out, and so it pulled, it yanked his foot out, and they scrambled to get him in because you know the waters are more infested with sharks down there, and so they were you know lots of blood and everything, so they got him back in, but they did have to amputate his leg just above the knee, I believe. So, but wow. yet you know it didn't determine. Yeah, mine, I'm still out there in a kayak. I've caught sharks on a kayak, so it's definitely not deterred me one bit that's really cool so you're you're sponsored by hobie correct i am i've been um with hobie for about i think it was three i've been with the hobie team three years but i've been fishing on a kayak long before that awesome Awesome. now you guys go out you you guys go out on a tandem correct sometimes oh well most of the time yes it is a tandem Go ahead. That's I'm good because you have someone else to like film you when you're catching fish. Because most of us, we yeah. Just, but you know what though? I awesome. I, I Sarah. I mean, what do you think of this? Like, I always feel though with a tandem. Like, I personally kind of like being in a single kayak better because I feel like in a tandem, it's like you got like two brains in one body. You know what I mean? Where you're kind of mm-hmm. like fighting each other to get to where you want, or you know, do whatever you want to do. And then if you're kind of like alone in a single kayak, you can do maybe so much more. I mean, what do you feel? What do you like better? Well, I mean, you know, there's pros and cons to, to everything. And let, let sure. me tell you what I think is positive, and then I'll tell you, you know, the negative parts. But basically, and I fish, the back of my boat is actually uh, Simon, and his name is um, Dr. Uh, Simon Outdoor Fishing or something like that on Instagram. And he's my boyfriend, but um, we started off on a tandem before I, it was a hope it wasn't a hobie it was um i can't even remember i think it was way marine little boat or something or kayak sorry and we we kind of went from that to hobie and it's a just a completely different animal on a hobie yeah. i think you know using the pedals rather than paddles because it frees up your hands and it's just it's just awesome it's really great Change the, game. the thing about it game mm, changer it really does it's it's uh, amazing. But um, the thing with us is we work very well together, and everyone says there is just no way I could spend any more time with, you know, my girlfriend or my wife or whatever 
on a kayak. I, there's just not enough room, and we would argue all the time. But we work so well together that sometimes we don't even talk. Like we know our our parts, and hmm. you know, if one of us is is on, the other one will usually pick up their lines out of courtesy or something like that. And it allows us to really bring in, you know, some of the bigger stuff. It's it's been really nice, actually. Uh, and yeah. especially like when you're kind of like working, when you're working like a, a reef or something and you have to go around in a circle or, you know, if, you, if you're on with something really, really big, you Slow can trolling. really focus yeah. more on that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you just broke like so 2 million I'm hearts. Like you just broke like 2 million hearts by <laughs> telling everyone you had a boyfriend. There are people all over, Andy's a doctor. People all over Instagram are crying right now in, in, their, in their potato chips and their cheetahs. Including Fred. No, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, my I'm agent. Ha- happily, you should definitely keep that to yourself. But, you know, you, I'm, I'm you can't hide something taking, like that. Yeah, Fred, jeez, man. <laughs> I would never take Maggie on the kayak with me, though. You wouldn't take Maggie on? No, you come on. No. Why? Well, let me tell you that. She doesn't even like touching fish in a plate, much less like being out in the ocean on the kayak. Oh, wow. She would freak out. Yeah. Well, guess what? But you know, Sarah has caught a marlin. Sarah, can you tell us I about did. your epic marlin story? I, I sure can. So I was asked last year to, uh, you know, kind of train or fish with a, a sport fishing boat that's called the Electric Bill out of South Carolina. And they right. you know, professionally fish for marlin. So, Great name. You know, I went to Mexico with them last year. And then uh, I went to the Dominican Republic with them um, in December. And so we're down there, and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's just the greatest fishing. And it, it's beautiful. It's really an amazing place. But so we're out there. We're trolling. And I'm still, you know, getting my bearings. That's a different animal fishing, sure. you mm-hmm. know, for something that enormous. So, you know, we're, we're out there. And funnily enough, a couple of the, the other guys that were out the night before just, couldn't muster it and they couldn't go on so we were already really thin it was not that many of us on the boat and right. when it you know when it hit the line i remember being there and, and he, the captain's backing down and the water's splashing over me and i always thought man i want to do that i wonder what that feels like and am i going to be scared am i going to be pulled over the boat but when you're there and you're in, in it you know you just don't think about it and i remember the water just splashing over and just i was soaked but i was so wow. To be there and to see it jump up out of the water like that was just incredible. They, they estimated oh, yeah. it was probably between 350 and 400, so it was a decent size. It was one that could have been kept, but um, it was on light tackle too, guys. So that was pretty neat. Wow. When you say light tackle, what exactly does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like a pin 4500. Well, um, no, we used 25 Talicas, and uh, it was a 80 pound uh, liter with. 20 pound mainline so it was wow. it was stand i was standing up too i wasn't uh in a chair he's like oh we didn't have the chair and i was like oh my god am i going to be pulled over and he's like no you can handle it the drag's you know eight pounds you'll you'll be fine i thought that i would be really you know challenge it was challenging don't get me wrong it took forever but sure. you know, when you have the the right tackle you know you can definitely it's something that you can do i mean it's, it took a long time, and my arms were killing me, but, you know, I would wow. never trade that. The, the crew, and the crew, the crew is super important, too, right? Sure. Like I mean, captain, teamwork, yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff, especially when you're going that light. Oh, definitely. Ooh. I yeah. mean, that's a, what did you say, 300, 300-pound fish? 350. 350? Wow. You said 350 to four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say four. Yeah, I would well, say let's four. just say four. I would say four. 
Yeah, let's just say five. Okay, okay. Let's just Four. say eight. You know, why not? Let's, let's yeah. just go for it. Why not? Nobody just, else knows. Right, exactly. Oh, You're man. Good. That's pretty so, impressive. So, Sarah, let me ask you this. You know, sure. with, with my tournaments, um, I'm seeing, I would say, a small growth in, uh, in women that's doing offshore kayak fishing. What do you see personally mm-hmm. with, with what's going on there with women and offshore kayak fishing and, and maybe offshore fishing in general? Um, but like, what do you see as like the future of that and, uh, and what's happening now with it? You mean in general with women or women on kayaks? Yeah. I, I, let's say women on kayaks, like offshore kayak fishing. Um, I mean, do you know a lot of women that do it? Do you see a growth in it? Like, what do you think the future of it is? Because I mean, you know, you look at your following, which is huge. I mean, you got like 40 K subscribers or followers and you know, a lot of people see your stuff. Um, do you get, ever get like emails of other women, like emailing you, asking you, you know, Hey, what's it like? Is it scary? Is it cool? Um, anything like that happen? Yeah, I actually do. I'm getting more and more and I'm getting a lot of collaborations and people wanting to do stuff like that. The funny right. thing to me is that, you know, some people are like, Hey, can you take me fishing? And I'm like, guys, I fish off a kayak. Where do you want me to put you? Like in the hatch right there in the front? Like I can't, I can't take you out. Sit on the bow. Just sit on but, the bow. Yeah. Climb, climb on yeah. my back. It's like right coming around my handlebars um, across you know, the country. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um it's a growing industry, and I think that it's really nice to see girls that are, you know, asking questions like, "Are you scared to be out there? Do you, you know, do you not ever feel scared that that the uh, kayak is going to turn over, or that you're going to get right. hooked onto something big?" And you know, the funny thing is, it's you don't. If you have again the right equipment. It's um, mm-hmm. it just is, is a completely different animal. And, um, you know, I, I'm not by any means the best kayak and female angler out there. You know, there's girls like Christina Weber that are amazing. I've never met her, never spoken to her, but, you know, she's done some amazing stuff. And um, Sky Burkhart, you know, she's not offshore, but she still consistently catches, you know, the big bull reds, and she's always out right. there. She's not on a on a, you know, pedal, she's not on a Hobie, but, you know, she, which I think is, you know, even more impressive because her hands are tied up, you know, and there's, yeah. you know, tons of other girls, but yeah, I am getting a lot of girls that are writing in and asking me questions. And again, this is something that's really good about a tandem. If you're scared to try it on your own, you know, you get on a tandem and then you start to get your bearings, you get more comfortable and then you can, you know, venture off on, on a, on a single, which is, you know, another, let me just jump back again. I know sure. squirrel, but um, another benefit of being on a tandem is when you're launching or when you're coming back in, when it's a little rough, it's really good to have another person because, you know, one person can hop out and lead it in and the other person right. can still be in there and, you know, kind of keep everything steady. So, you know, that's another benefit. So if you're scared, I'd say try it out on a, on a tandem if it's something that you like, you can get a feel for the, the fish. You know, when you're bottom fishing, you just feel like you're pulling up, the, you know, just a, a rock or the bottom of the, of the ocean. But, um, you know, being trolled around, I've caught sharks and really big um, king mackerels, too. And it'll mm-hmm. pull you like you just are paddled out for a while, which, again, is another benefit on a tandem. Right. You know, if you get tired... You can take a little break and let your let your guy or whatever paddle you out for a little bit because we'll go out I don't know three or four miles sometimes to find the reefs the right reefs that we need and so it, it'll take us a good hour or something to get to where we're going 
So it's kind of yeah. nice if you have another person sometimes. But I will say this year we've decided to uh, split up and fish more on um, individual kayaks. And we're still keeping one of the tandems, but, you know, we, we kind of want to do that just for a little more of a challenge. Right. Okay, that's cool. Now, are you guys – now, are you yeah. and your husband thinking about fishing any uh, any tournaments this year and stuff like that? Or boyfriend? Yeah. Husband? Yeah. We um, – the, the – <laughs> The problem is, is that you know, with him being a a, a pharmacist, he right. has a set schedule. So he sometimes uh, he wants to fish them, but he can't. And then the thing with me is, um, like I'm scheduled out months in advance sometimes. So when I want to do it, um, maybe he's not available or vice versa. But um, we, of course, we want to do more tournaments. We did uh, one of the Hobie ones. I think it was in Navarre. Like uh, I don't know if it was last year, the year before. So okay. if it fit, then definitely we will. But, you know, I, I can tell you, like, the rest of my January is already booked. And I'm already yeah. booked into, I think, April or May with some right. stuff. So, okay. But I definitely want to come out and do one of y'all's uh, extreme, maybe the selfish one or the, the Wahoo that you do downtown. Yeah. Definitely yeah, no, we, out. Sarah, we would love to have you come to Pompano Beach. And uh, we got, you know, obviously we got the Selfish Smackdown, which is now a series taking place. Uh, you know, we got mm-hmm. the first part of it this January, and then we got the second part in April. And then we have our summer series where all those big Wahoo are caught that everyone keeps talking about. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can we could see you at one of those events and you can fish an extreme tournament. I mean, man, I just again, like your pictures on Instagram are awesome. So I encourage, mm-hmm. you know, anyone listening to this show, um, Sarah, what your Instagram is, is uh, Sarah Salt, right? It's Sarah Salt, but it's, you know, Sarah underscore Salt underscore. Okay. But I do hashtag Sarah Salt, so if you can't remember, you know, you can just pull up the, the Sarah Salt hashtag, and, and it should take you to at least one of my pictures. Awesome. Okay. Well, listen, Sarah, if uh, if people have questions and maybe they want to get a hold of you, um, do you have a website, an email you can give these guys so they can ask you some questions? Well, right now I'm still working on the website. It's uh, okay. My agent's been after me to do that. Um, I'm taking – I do try to answer if it's a legitimate, you know, question about fishing or, you know, work or something like that. I do <laughs> respond. Word, I don't, I don't no, respond. Don't be to... sliding into those DMs, boy. <laughs> don't be sliding. Well, be good, guys. Really when you... Legitimate fishing questions, sit... okay? Yeah. I mean, if you sit down to, to answer every single thing, you know, hey, baby, is not something that I'm going to pick up and, and – You're you not know, even looking. Hurry up I think that's a friend all the time. Never answers me. That's how Joe addresses me. Yeah, hey, baby. Oh, really? How you doing? <laughs> oh, man. Well, well I've Sarah, gotten, listen. you know, proposals and all kinds of things. What? So you, you never know. You have, to, you have to open them up and see what people are. Yeah, yeah. Dinner proposals. Whoa, 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 Sarah, wait. Mainly. That is a story I want to mm-hmm. hear. So, wait, real quick, because uh, we got to go here in a minute. But t- tell me about this proposal. Oh, I which one? No, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be by any means. Like, oh, it yeah, happens every day. No. I mean, I, he's never seen Instagram, so he doesn't know how this works. <laughs> he, doesn't know, he looks at Instagram once every 20 hours. Yeah, that's true. I got yeah, someone that does it, that for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. At least yeah. once a week or once every two weeks, I get somebody saying, hey, you know, do you want to get married? And I'm like, come on. Uh, didn't you see? I, I'm, I'm not available. But yeah. Unbelievable. And they're like, well, keep wow. me in mind. Let's yeah, keep me in mind if anything ever happens. And, like, I'm going to keep a little list and go, all right, Brandon pissed me off, so let me see who I can uh, go to yeah. dinner with and maybe get married. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard it all, but no, come on. Obviously, Sarah. It's Instagram, buddy. It's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sarah, listen, we really appreciate you calling in the show. Um, you're an awesome girl. We were talking on the phone before the show. Um, and like I said, you're, you're a joy to talk to. You're really cool. You're down to earth. Your fishing pictures rock. Um, so all around, it's just, you know, it's just great talking to you. Oh, you're awesome. Can I call you every day to get this treatment? This makes me feel good. (laughs) Special guest every episode. Special guest. Exactly. Sarah, the special guest. The Sarah Salt segment. Right. I like that. Sarah Salt segment. Yeah, we can do that. I I think you guys should bring your your party up here, and we need to have a tournament up here in in our beautiful, you know, emerald waters. It's beautiful. Seriously. You never know. You never know. Is the weather anything like it is? The in sun Texas? will rise. Is it ever anything like Texas? Because it's then we won't. A little too unpredictable. <laughs> no, I mean we have great weather here. Dustin is amazing, amazing fishing, and I mean it's just beautiful here. Uh, we we catch everything from you know bottom fish to you know we troll. We've even caught tuna, you know, out here. You can it's possible and selfish and. Tarpon. I mean, we have a variety of things. So let's let's get on that. I know you guys have to go, so let's just talk about it and see what we can come up with. Definitely, Sarah. Well, listen, it was awesome talking to you, and uh, we will talk soon, and hopefully we'll see you at one of the extreme events uh, coming up in uh, January sure. or this summer. Yes, for sure. All right, guys, Joe, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk soon. Have a great day, and bye. Happy New bye, Year. Sarah. Happy New Year, Sarah. May bye. the force be with you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. So, what do we learn? Um, she caught a 900 pound marlin. You know, uh, I caught a marlin like that. It was about this big. It was more her, like a ballyhoo, but it had the, a bill. The fish that she has caught, she catches some pretty epic. Beast. Yeah, I mean, big she red knows fish. what she's doing. Big red snappers. What did she say? The the pound test with the marlin? I mean, 20 pound mainline, 80 pound leader. That's ridiculous. I didn't know you could do that. Think Whatever. about that. It's like hours of fighting a fish. Hours. Off the boat, too. That's even worse. That's just a good catch. I mean, that's like a bravo. Dude, I mean, she backing down on that fish epic. for hours. Ow. Yeah. Damn. All right. So. We haven't lived. Bahamas or Star Wars? Uh, let's go Bahamas. Okay. Star Wars is the least interesting. <laughs> You're nuts. Um, all right. So, yeah. Just like we were talking about before. Um, obviously we've been doing the Bahamas now for four years going on our fifth would have been going, the fifth. would have been the fifth year. Um, you know, listen, we, we love working with those guys. Um, it just got to a point where, um, there were so many things and so many little things and it all just kind of added up together. And, and in the end, because I'm not, I'm not the type of guy to, to, you know, throw anybody under the bus or call people out or anything like that. Um, but I will say in the end, it just for Maria and I and the work that we put into these things, it just, you know, putting it up against the tournaments we have here and what we've been doing and what we've been offered. Um, we were actually just offered to do a tournament in Alabama. Uh, their governor actually sent us an email and we might go out there and check it out. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But um, it, it just in the end, it just wasn't feasible for us anymore. And it just... Um, for the amount of work. Uh, yeah, and uh, just so you listeners know, like what I'm about to say has nothing to do with the tournament. I, I'm not affiliated with EKFT other than this podcast. So like 
I just hang out and do the podcast. But I've been to three of those tournaments, and from what I see, and this is just me speaking, not on behalf of Joe and Maria, but it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. everybody there wants a piece. You know, there's so many hands in the pot that it could only become so overwhelming that you have to quit it. Because yeah. even I, I went there after the tournament, and they all know me from the tournament. I mean, I know all those dudes. Yeah. Everybody, they're there all the time. Those guys work at that resort. Oh, they're yeah. They're they, all they, the time. Right. And everything, man, they just associate that tournament with a paycheck. And so everything costs money, like everything, every little step of the way. Which is understandable, but it shouldn't cost me 50 bucks to rent a fishing pole for the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not over there anyway, because no one else is fishing, mm-hmm. especially up the dock. And then $10 for a pack of hooks. Like it's, yeah, it's a little, I, I can tell that. It only could go. It could only. It could only get so bad that you have to stop. Yeah, I mean, it just, everybody's trying to get paid. Right, and it just got to a point where, uh, you know, it was just a mixture of so many things. I mean, between, um, you know, anglers all, all going, all trying to do their own thing and not doing the package, and you know, and then if something happened, then we get blamed for it. And it's like, dude, you went off by yourself. Like, hmm. that's not on me, bro. Yeah, but. Of course, you know, you'll see Joe Hector on social media. It's his fault. So, you know, things like that and just a whole bunch of other stuff. It just got to a point where I'm like, what am I doing this for? Why, why, why am I doing this? You know, and uh, it it got, you know, it got frustrating to be honest. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Right. It's it's not worth putting stress on your relationship. No, exactly. It's just not worth it. It's It's, not worth it. It's fishing. At the end of the day, it's fishing. Right. It's supposed to be fun and easy. I mean, listen, I want to have fun doing these tournaments. And a lot of you guys, you know, you got to understand this as well. Yes, it's a business for us. Yes, we make money doing it. But listen, (laughs) I want to have fun doing this too. And, you know, listen, I know business, obviously everything isn't going to be fun and things are going to be tough and and that's fine. But, you know, in the end, if, if, if I'm aging 10 years per tournament, I'm not going to do it. I don't not need to do it. Yeah, definitely yeah. not worth it. So um, in the end, it just got to a point where Marie and I looked at each other and we were like, let's make a series. Let's, let's just let's stay make at a home. Sail- let's just stay at home. Yeah, let's make a selfish series. Yeah. Stay home. Popping a beach. What are we doing? Yeah. You know? You already live in the... Right. And, and to be honest with you, man, the weigh-ins in Pompano are better. Are than better. By far. Think about the weigh-in we had for this the SummerSlam 2. That was the weigh-in with Wahoo that I thought we would get in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas. Yeah. But we got it here. Yeah. And we have those moons so dialed in now mm-hmm. from all the years of doing it. It's to a point where, you know, as long as we got the weather, we'll catch some fish. Yeah. And we've been lucky here in Pompano with the weather. Yeah, of course. Knock on wood. But yeah. Yeah, of course. But again, that's another thing. This year's looking it's rough. not all <laughs> luck, though, because we have an almanac from Tom Green, who's been here since the 1950s. So we follow that almanac pretty close. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, yeah, it's luck, but I think there's, there's definitely... Well, it's luck in that, you know, blackjack is luck, right? You, there, there are certain rules and certain sure. guidelines. I mean, sometimes the cards may not fall where, where you want them to, but right. you, you, you make the best play given the information, and you guys do right. that pretty well. So Yeah. Yeah, and we haven't had, really, aside from Texas, is the only bad weather. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, last year's sailfish was windy, 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 whatever. It's that's what we expect. Yeah. To be honest, every sailfish tournament, I expect it to be choppy. It's if, it, be if it's flat, fine, but you know, I expect it to be choppy for those events. Yeah, you don't you don't even sign up for that unless you expect. Weather. Exactly, you have to expect to go out there in two to four. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. Yeah, and this year, like, freak, man, 12 miles per hour is the new four miles per hour. That's It's just been windy all year. Yeah. It hasn't stopped. It was last all. year, too. Last year was a windy year. I guess man. it's 2018 now. Yeah. So, I mean, last year was windy, man. Yeah, 2017 was super windy. Whole summer, it just didn't let up. Yeah. A few... That was probably the most rough summer we've ever had. Oh, for sure. Since 2010, I was here, and it was definitely the worst one I remember. Yeah. And, you know, on a lighter note, we're super excited because of the Sailfish Series. This is something that we've been talking about with all of our sponsors. This is something that they've wanted, that we've wanted. It's a tournament that's been growing every single year. I mean, people forget that tournament started with 12 people. That's crazy. And then these guys from Oklahoma came and won it. That's nuts. And that's what, like, opened the door nationally for extreme kayak fishing. And and here's another thing. A lot of people think – the Bahamas is what put us on the map, right? People forget that selfish smackdown was everywhere. Yeah, it was a big deal. Everywhere. Well, when a guy comes from a place where there's no ocean right. and wins it, it just opens this it, – it's a light bulb for all the other guys who don't live where there's an ocean. Exactly. Because if you're in Tennessee, you think, why, why would I go there? There's no way I can catch a right. selfish. There's no, I've never done it. Yeah. But when a guy from Oklahoma wins it, then that like, opened the oh, door to like all the, the out-of-state people coming Yeah, it's here. like the guy who r- broke the four-minute mile, right? Like, no exactly. one did it until that guy did it, then everyone did it. Right. So it's like one of those things where people now believe they can do it, and so that we, we get a, more people from out-of-state than we do. Exactly. Locally. No, and here's a fact. We get more out-of-state anglers than locals. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to me. Uh, you know how the locals it is are. It is. Yeah. No well, offense. You get to wait. Sort of. Well, because you have to plan that trip if you're from out of town. Yeah. And you're going to come no matter what. So if you're local, you might hold out until three, four days before and then decide not to do it. Well, the, the thing about the out-of-state guys is they don't have what we have. So when they see this stuff, they, they, you know, they, don't, they don't look at it like, oh, it's a sailfish. They look at it like, oh, my God, we have a sailfish. Like, right. yeah. You know what I mean? With the locals, they, they do this all the time. They catch these fish all the time. So maybe it's not as appealing to them like it used to be, you know, but um, – Hey man, it's a tournament, you know. Well, I feel like with the new, the prize money went up. Yep. Correct. So the prize, prize money, went, money up. went up. There's a there's a ring involved. Now there's a ring involved. So now you got the, two tournaments yeah. instead of one. And the price didn't go up. Exactly. The prize money I, I stayed kept, the same. I the price the didn't go up. Entry the same. So the incentive is higher which now. Which is insane. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But I kept it the same. Yeah. Um, so the incentive is greater now for the locals. 150 bucks? Are you kidding me? It's crazy, man. If I can fish a tournament with a $5,000 payout for 150 bucks mm-hmm. anywhere else in the country, I'd be there in two seconds. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I it's mean. It's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. These boat tournaments, and they're charging thousands of dollars. Thousands. For a $5,000 payout. Yeah. I mean, there's there's boat tournaments that are 5000 you know, 6000 $4,000 payouts, and you're paying $500. Yeah. $600. Crazy. $800. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Just because know. we're in kayaks, I mean, it's not a big difference. Wow. We're catching bigger wahoo. We're catching big fish. I mean, we're getting a lot of the boat guys to fish the events. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. and you, you know, you're going to catch two, three, four sailfish just to win the tournament. It's a big. It's a oh, big, look how the tournaments changed. Oh. The first year we were just praying to get three for <laughs> yeah. first through third. <laughs> now we're catching so many where the help boats can't keep up. You need more, well, we're gonna have more help us this time. We're right? gonna have a lot of help us. Actually, got a boat sponsor, Renaissance, um, which would be awesome. But also, what we added in the rules, and uh, you can go to extremekayakfishing.com, check out the rules page, bang the sailfish smackdown rules up top. 
Um, but it, what we added in the rules is, you know, if a boat cannot get to you, if it's impossible and you want to release that fish, cause we were all about releasing the fish and you want to go fast and not get a photo and you can't wait, we still highly encourage we get the help boat to you. But if you can't wait, or if the boat cannot get to you, you can take a photo of that fish to prove that you caught that fish, but the time must be on the photo. So and it's up to the angler to bring a camera, a phone, whatever. It's not up to extreme. You're responsible if right. you want to take the photo. So your camera, phone, or GoPro, anything you want, whatever yeah. you have, you that need has to, time. You need to have the metadata turned on correct. in the correct time stamp. Correct. Because it can be off. Mine's a couple hours off. And if mine's a couple hours off and I catch a sailfish and I snap that photo at right. 150 and lines are out at two, but my my go process 350. Exactly. It's not going to count. Exactly. So, and we'll have a committee over. on the beach each day that'll look at the time and we'll slide that person in yep. once we document it into that time slot. Yep. It's pretty simple. But you gotta, again, you got to make sure your stuff is dialed in, guys. Right. It's not extreme kayak fishing's fault if you don't dial it in right. Yeah. It's not extreme kayak fishing's fault if you forget your camera. Yeah. So we're not going to drill that in your head. No one's going to be at the beach setting up your metadata on your Right. Phone. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's not going to happen. You need to jump on YouTube and figure out how to set the timestamp on your on your phones or your GoPros or yeah. whatever. Your phone should be fine. Just make sure that it, it's... Yeah, do your phone. Yeah. Your, your phone should be fine. Just make sure your metadata is on, turned on, and it'll right. save everything in the photo, and you'll have to go back and like... Do you want to explain? Do you want to show someone how to do it real quick? No. Okay. But we'll we'll put a blog a blog post up. Yeah, we'll we'll put it up. We'll um, put a blog post up about how to how to set up your how to but, turn in your timestamp. It's probably on already on your phone. Right. But, but if you if you don't know how to do it or if you're a little confused by what we're talking about, look it up right now. Yeah. Right after you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Because again, I'm gonna say it for like the fifth, sixth time, Extreme is not responsible for you taking the photo of the sailfish. Yeah, on your, and for your gear. On your GoPro, it's easy. You just reset your GoPro all the way and then reset the time and date and make sure it's correct that morning. It's I would do that that morning or the night before, whatever, and then it should stay until you reset the phone. I mean, the, the GoPro again. So right. that, that's pretty easy. You just set the time and date. You go into the menu. You should know how to do that. You're a grown up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It's a time and date. You learn how to tell time and the date. Like right. When you were it's pretty simple. This tournament's based on time. I mean, yeah. And clarify. So, it was some controversy back in the day, but clarify the rule where, uh, uh, like, which fish, the last fish on the, on the second day, the first fish on the second day. I gotta pull it up. Hold on. So here's basically what it is, guys. If yeah. You, let if, Fred just explain. If it, you but. if you catch three fish over the course of the tournament, and someone else catches three fish over the course of the tournament, the person to catch the third fish. First, that's the tiebreaker. So on the, on the second day, if you're going into the second day, you have two fish caught. Someone else has two fish caught. Whoever catches that third fish first is the winner. Exactly. Very simple. Used to be the last fish. Now it's the first fish. So first it fish. makes more sense. Right. Just, which is a testament to what you guys do when, when there's an issue and it seems right. like... Tiebreaker is first fish. Yeah. And it needed to be changed. And you guys took it into account that sure. it needed to be changed and changed it. So right. no one's trying to be the stickler for these rules. If there's some issue that, that makes sense to do it a different way, you guys right. are open to changing the rules. And that's how, yeah. you know, we've always NFL, been open. Yeah. The NFL started with four rules and now there's a billion of them. Right. I tell people this all the time. The NFL every year changes about 20 to 30 rules, big ones, big ones. So you guys yeah. got to understand, you know, if you're going to send me an email, cursing me out, tell me I'm a jerk off to change a rule. Not going to happen. Yeah. If you're going to, if you want to be an adult and talk to me like a man, constructive criticism exactly yeah. that's no problem hey here's a little advice hey what do you think about this yeah exactly because yeah. we don't tolerate that anymore either 
Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna fly. Exactly. Especially on the beach the day of the tournament. That's a good way to get, you know, <laughs> banned. See ya. Yeah, that's a good way to get banned. Yeah. We don't so, care anymore. See ya. Um yeah. but anyway, you know <laughs> get you all go. fired up. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, no fun. But uh yeah, I mean guys, listen, let's just have a good tournament, you know. I mean the rules are pretty plain as day. Um, we'll go over them a thousand times before the tournament. We'll go over them at the kickoff party, which will be at Brews Room in Pompano Beach. Um, so we're back there. I can't wait for that. We're going to have a huge raffle to benefit the Broward's Children's Center. Uh, we're going to have some awesome big prizes. So, I mean, there's just so much going on. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a killer year. We're going to have some awesome fish. I mean, last year we caught some amazing fish, the Wahoos. We broke the record with most sailfish caught in the tournament. Uh, I mean, single fish records were at a high. I mean, the biggest African pompano caught. I mean, Benny had a great year. Yeah, Benny killed it. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. He had a great year. So uh, we're really excited, guys. And um, yeah, 2018, man. Cool. Yeah, so that's the SmackDown. So on to your favorite topic of all, aside from, you know. Star Wars? Here we go. Here we go. For everyone listening, that sound was the sound of Joe's manhood leaving his body <laughs> as he turned on a Walmart brand. No, this is the, this is the legit lightsaber. Oh, that's a real one. This is the legit. So you have to have the force to use it. Oh, yeah, it's a real lightsaber. Right. Oh, he just hit. Yeah. He just cut my arm off. Right. Looks so legit. Oh, for sure. No, it's pretty legit, especially like in the dark. It's uh, it's legit. That's what she said. But yeah, listen, guys, listen. I went to go see Star Wars. My pops came to Florida, and. Uh, we decided to go see it together, and it was probably the worst movie I've ever seen. Hmm. So, all right. I I'm going to explain what it's about in a nutshell because well, it's pretty simple. Okay, but I didn't see it. we got to go in a few minutes, so. All right. I, I didn't see the movie, okay? Try to explain to me why it's worse than the other ones, which I also think are really bad. Okay. In the other movies, right? It's it's a story about a family that's kind of fucked up. You know, you got your father who turned evil. The son is trying to make his father good again. Um, you got the Jedi, which are like priests with laser swords. And you got the Sith, which are like, uh, you know, MS-13 with laser swords. And, you know, they're going at it. And you see what I'm saying? Not really. But this movie is not about any of that. Mm. This movie is about a girl that just has powers that just appears. Mm. And then you have um, the main character, Luke Skywalker. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we don't care spoiler about your spoiler alert. Dude, we don't care about your spoilers. Okay. You should we, have, then we have Then we have Luke Skywalker, who He's not a Jedi, right? in the movie. He's just training to be a Jedi? What, are you drunk? Are you serious? Is he a Jedi? What's in that beer? He is the Jedi. He is like the Jedi Knight. Last I remember, he was Jesus carrying Christ. Yoda. I, I don't even know why I'm, I'm talking about this. The best part about Star Wars is a oh. Yoda backpack song. Yoda's in the movie for like a second. And he, he doesn't, shoots lightning from the sky. He doesn't whoop anyone's ass. No, no one does. Well, it's stupid. The movie is stupid. So the whole movie is about hmm. this. So the Empire has all their main ships, right? The Empire's like the Republicans. No, the Empire is like... China? Yeah, China. Okay. And then you have... Or maybe Russia. Same, same. No, right. no, Russia's not as... I don't think Russia's that powerful. Why is everyone on this Russia thing with, like, power? Like, they're bankrupt. They have no money. Mm. None of us do. So, what does that mean? Yeah. So, then you have like the China, Rebels. The Empire of China. Then you have the Rebels, right? Or the Resistance. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
aka the Taliban. Whatever, yeah, like a small group, okay? Mm-hmm. ISIS, right? And they are Antifa trying to escape the empire. Now, the now the empire has like this this secret weapon that can track them through hyperspace. So now they can't run away from them. Is that the so, Death Star? Sure. And then the whole movie is about the empire chasing the rebels in space and the rebels are a little bit faster because their ships are lighter, they explained. Mm, carbon so, fiber. So the whole movie, they're following them like this. And you can't see me in the if you're listening on iTunes, but just watch the video. But they're One like hand's this. moving faster than the other. Right. And then they're firing at it, but they're just like grazing it because they can barely hit it. And that's mm. the whole movie is them chasing the rebels. Hmm. So it's like Galaga. It's like that ship is like moving over. It's like I had a bad nightmare and I woke up and I was like, my God, that was terrible. Now, is it the same guy that did all the Star Wars? No. So it's not like um, Spielberg? No. Spielberg? Whoever did E.T. Jesus Christ. What's his name? Lucas? Fred. Lucas Films? George Lucas? Is that him? Lucas? Sure. Is it? It's George Lucas. All right, whatever. I didn't know if it was E.T. He sold it. Disney owns it now, and that's why it's terrible. Well, that's not true because, like, Mulan is Disney, and that's a great movie. What? Shut your mouth. Did you ever see Shrek? Of course I saw Shrek, dude. Okay. So you have to watch. Now, I've been, getting, I've been getting people with questions on um, – on, uh, What if like to be an ogre? Where's Bigfoot J? Where's Bigfoot J? Mm-hmm. Watch the recent Shrek movie. Okay. And you'll get it. <laughs> Just that's all I'm going to say. Watch the new oh. Shrek movie. I can't. <laughs> he just snorted like a pig. We got to go, guys. Uh, um, let me talk right. about how my phone is tracking us. Right? Oh yeah, so Fred got a what you got a new, Fred got a new iPhone. Well, because I and got he's my old sending one me these the stupid ocean. emoji alien faces and <laughs> And it's terrible, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play one for you guys right now real quick, but um, it's just it's, – it's tracking him. Like, he, thinks that it's, he thinks that Google is like Skynet. And, it is. Well, here we go. I know. I'm so cute, right? Weirdo. Yep. You're going to get it right up the butt. <laughs> That's not me talking, dude. That, I so said that's Fred. Google changed what I said. I'm in a meeting – with you know this guy from Alabama like on Skype and he sends me this freaking text. So then that should have got you the job, bro. Jesus, that should have got you the, the the deal. Anyway, you can't now. Did you do the 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 print on the phone, the fingerprint? We don't have that anymore. It's facial recognition now. Oh, even better. Yeah, there's no fingerprint anymore. They already got Why my fingerprint. Why don't you just go to the government, say stamp me, mm. like cattle, and then mm. you know just work. No, I, I assume you never got footprinted when you were a baby. Nope. No. Nope. So where were you born in that? I Weird was born colony David Koresh. I am a Jedi, sir. I don't like my father before me. No. You're not. All right, guys. We got to go. Go Raiders. Fred, catch some fish. Jay, we miss you and love you. Watch Trek. The recent Trek. You're Rumple Stillskin. I'm Shrek. Oh boy. Watch it. I love you guys. Bye guys. This has been the Kayak Fishing Vlog Podcast.